Welcome into the Roundtable. Bill Priestley here with you, joined by Thomas Watson, Donnie Gilbert, and we're going to talk about heat as well. We had the hot seat just a few minutes ago, but this is more of a practical nature in terms of how to deal with driving a truck in extreme temperatures. And of course, we've had uh, a lot of that here recently, a lot of 90 degree heat, but also heat indexes going through the roof across the board. Uh, I remember, we'll say 38 years ago, uh, when I was about nine years old, I uh, made the mistake of getting out of a car in Phoenix, Arizona in August barefoot. That was not a good idea, but you're going to see how the temperatures can really affect tires as well as uh, other things as well. Donnie, uh, this is this is obviously something that's going to be a major concern. Obviously, you got to be ready to, do, to deal with cold weather, uh, but this is a different animal. Uh, yeah, heat is, heat is one of the biggest enemies to a car or a truck, <clears throat> and... Let me tell you a little story that I, I learned a lot a few years ago. Uh, our CEO and founder, Craig Fuller, was talking. I was walking by, so let's call it eavesdropping. And the conversation that I, what I heard come out of his mouth was, do you want to know how to know one way that a carrier is in financial trouble? And I stopped. <laughs> and he says, check the maintenance records on your trucks, on their trucks. One way to start avoiding, to start avoiding or reducing cost is, they quit maintenance of their truck as often as they should, which can eventually lead to more breakdowns, but they're doing what they have to do to stay in business. That can be very dangerous right now. Truck maintenance is very crucial right now. Mm -hmm. And one reason here, uh, let's start at the bottom. Let's start with tires. Let's throw that little map up here, that little chart up that I had here uh, about air temperatures. Air temperature, 80 degrees on the on the uh, concrete, 95, asphalt, one, 115. It starts to build. It's 95 outside. Concrete 140, asphalt 155. <clears throat> so the heat index is not as much as a factor on these trucks and cooling them as it is like what we feel. Yeah. It's what we feel. So that doesn't really transfer over. But imagine, what was it, Austin? No, was it Austin or San Antonio, Texas? 118? Yeah. We saw last year, Arizona, 122. Well, we'll start with the tires. Retread. <laughs> if you've ever watched how a retread is built, well, it's very simple. They take a good tire that is still structurally sound. They take the old tread off and they glue. It's not Gorilla Glue. It's no. not the, the glue on duct tape, which is very strong, as we know. But it is a obviously a massive industrial glue that holds those tires on. Well, you've ever tried to take a bumper sticker off a car? Yeah. Get a hairdryer out there, heat mm -hmm. it up, peel that sticker right off? Well, that heat can help reduce and break down the glue that's holding that retread on. So during the summertime, it doesn't matter if it's Texas 118 or South Carolina at 92, you'll start to see a lot more retreads on those on the on in the middle of the road as you're driving because they're, they're they can um, come apart a lot easier in the heat than they will in the cold. So expect, expect to see that. Should you run the retreads? Uh, I don't agree with them, but they are a little bit cheaper way to save money, but you're liable to have tire failures, especially when it heats up. Thomas, you brought up, especially yesterday, about uh, costs that you need to perhaps eliminate, one of those being maintenance, being one of the big holes that you need to be concerned about, obviously, taking care of your truck in terms of tires, but also water as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, drivers in Las Vegas were my best example. So I managed two of them out of Las Vegas. And uh, what happened was we would start in Las Vegas and they'd park their vehicles uh in the heat for the weekend, right? And so then I always wondered why their tires kept, you know, exploding. We had a lot of tire problems with the Vegas trucks. Well, first off, they would melt. If they got too hot in Vegas, it would melt. And then secondly, once they picked up the load, 
where are you going to go from Vegas? Well, I'm chasing rates. I'm being dumb. I send them down to L.A. up to Colorado. Or I may go to Vegas to Colorado or Vegas to Washington. You know what happens on the difference? Donnie's chart earlier talked about asphalt and temperature, but also elevation. Go upwards of 30,000 feet from starting at the very bottom of Las Vegas going up to Denver, and my tires kept popping. So just like you said, you have to be so careful. The retreads is another great point that's not brought up frequently. I purposely would say, give me new tires. The problem is not all the roadside folks have new tires, like only have retreads. And I just know I got another problem I'm postponing. So the heat is such a crazy factor because uh, elevation, pressure, and temperature, especially given the location and being parked for even 48 hours, will just wreak havoc on those things. So, Johnny, when you look at the situation, what's the checklist that you need to do when you're getting to get up in the morning? You're in Texas, you're in Arizona, you're in California. It's, what do you got to do? That's too late. Okay, all right. right. <laughs> that's too late. Well, I mean, even if it's... even If, if, you, it's, know you're, if you know you're going to be running those routes like yeah. even not even memphis if you know that you're going that you're that you run texas uh southern california arizona before it gets hot you need to have your truck maintenance especially like your radiator mm-hmm. the lifeline of your truck if you have a radiator that's partly clogged and it's not cooling properly it may work great in memphis and even on the way to texas when it's 72 78 95 degrees outside but when it gets out there at 122 in the middle of the desert it may not Mm-hmm. And breaking down could be dangerous for a driver. He's like, well, if he's on the back, uh, one of the back highways of Arizona, it's 115 degrees and his truck shuts down and he has no air conditioner. He better and carry then, and a then lot that, of extra that, water. Yeah. And then that uh, heat index really does matter as and well. There's well. The inside of a truck can heat up. I think it's around 10 degrees every 30 minutes or something. Wow. And so it can become a, an oven essentially. So, and what if you're in a blank spot where your cell phone doesn't work? It can be deadly. So um, it's definitely anything that moves, anything that needs to be greased, your hubs, your braking systems, make sure those are properly adjusted. Um, Your radiator, if you're pulling a reefer, make sure that your reefer has been properly maintained. You don't want to be driving through Texas and that little green light turned to red, and then you lose an entire load because it heated up. And now your $2,000 maintenance that you skipped just cost you sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, you don't know, but it, it's definitely the proper maintenance. Care the proper amount of water, and you know, realize you know you have to understand it. If if you get a load or opportunity to go to Southern California, and you haven't maintenanced your truck properly, and you're kind of worried about it, then you might want to turn those loads down because you know there's there's parts that need to be swapped out, fixed, or at least looked at, even though they haven't even broken yet. And there's kind of a timeline. It's a maintenance schedule. Yeah. And you're like, I'm not going to replace that. It's not, it's not, it looks, it looks fine. Yeah. Well, that's all those parts that can break and then leave you on the side of the road. So, uh, it's, it's, it's a concern and, uh, it all comes down to truck maintenance. And if right now times are tight, prices are low. Mm-hmm. If you're skipping out on maintenance, you could actually be endangering yourself or actually endangering your life. Yeah. That could be a very, very, very difficult situation there. Thomas, as you look at how do you avoid being a cautionary tale, like you were talking about with your uh, Las Vegas crew? Uh, Follow your PM schedules. Also look at your idle restrictions. One thing that we also don't talk about is a lot of vehicles have an auto idle shut off, or there's something to where you're not running the truck. If you have an APU or an auxiliary power unit or something that can help take that off. One of the most dangerous things, and I've seen it happen before is what will happen is uh, 120 degree weather, you're idling the truck excessively. We, now you've clogged up your particulate filters, your DEF, your tanks. And so you're either forced to do a region or the truck bricks itself. You have no AC. So what'll happen is we got to put them up in a hotel or something. And now 
the truck is it's basically a hot box and so pay close attention to that um it's kind of like rob and peter to pay paul with removing idle restrictions yeah it's for driver's comfort as well because they stay cool but when you're idling that truck at a low level, you're just clogging up the filtration systems. And a lot of times they don't burn off until you get past like 40 miles per hour. So if you're not moving, if you're doing short haul, be very, very careful and be very mindful. Do you have something to add to that or no? I was. Oh, no, I mean, what you're okay. saying is great. Yeah. Uh, that's something I have to worry about even in my pickup truck outside. Yeah. So when you're looking at now, let's say, for instance, uh, you're in the northern half of the country and you're going to start to come south and you're looking to making those measures. How often do you need to really seriously look at every single aspect of that truck before you get in the car and say, all right, we're going to go 350 miles today and end up in, in a, right. hot, a hotbed? In a, in, you know, in a car, you know, I wouldn't worry about it. But in a truck that's hauling 80,000 or grossing 80,000 pounds or 70,000 yeah. pounds. I would be looking, we're supposed, to, we're supposed to look over your truck every day, yeah. every morning. Yeah. I would definitely be looking at it every morning and watching everything. Very, I'd be very strict because, you know, if there's nothing more worse than I, I could think of than just being broke down on the side of the road. Uh, what do you think is the biggest thing that, like, even people look at it and say, hey, this, this looks fine. What's the first thing that you might say, you know what, that's suspect? All right. Well, so... Even before, even before that, you know, talk to your other drivers. Mm -hmm. You're at truck stops. You're parked there. You're you're you're, you're taking breaks there. <clears throat> talk to these experienced guys and say, "Hey, what do I need to watch out for? Mm -hmm. What has happened to you?" And he can tell you some. Oh, this happened to me. It's, you know, before you learn by mistake. Yeah. Talk to these guys and figure out what these experienced guys have had and say, "Hey, you might want to watch out for this, or go ahead and swap some of these parts out if your truck is seven, eight, ten years old, or once a year do this." Or once it, every two years do this, and that might be a great help. What's, and, and also keep an eye on what kind of loads you're hauling. Yeah. Uh, remember, a drive-in, again, we talk about heat boxes for the cabs. A drive-in bec becomes an oven. You know, if you were to pick up potatoes and drive across Arizona, <laughs> when you got to Texas, they would be baked potatoes. But in all seriousness, uh, heat can damage other products as well. Uh, it might need to be a reefer, and not for reefer for cooling it, you know, you can set a reefer at 80 degrees and yeah. keep it at 80 degrees or heat it if it's wintertime, vice versa. So you might just need that reefer to keep it from getting too hot and causing a claim issue. It's going to be a very, very hot summer, folks. So make sure you're doing all your maintenance to make sure you're getting where you're going. Obviously, get there in one piece there as well. Gentlemen, thanks for our roundtable. We'll take a short break and be back after this.